Thank you for having me, Tim. It's, it's been one a while. Of those th- yeah, it's been a while. Yeah. It's one of the things we've been talking about, and it just couldn't get the schedules to work out. Yeah. Uh, since you uh, made the announcement, you'd be leaving the chamber some months ago, and taking a job uh, that, that sounds like what you've been wanting to do for a long time. And okay, we'll get you in here and talk about it, and finally we're able to do it. Now. Right. right. Twin Lakes Recovery Center. Uh, what is it, first of all? Well, Twin Lakes uh, Recovery Center is a substance abuse uh, program, recovery program. We have an inpatient facility in Monroe, Georgia, with 53 beds. We have an outpatient facility or uh, program in Gainesville, and we have an outpatient program in Athens as well, over on Baxter Street next to Raisin Cane's mm-hmm. Fried Chicken. Summit, uh, Summit Behavioral Health Care is the parent company. Uh, we are one of 16 different treatment facilities around the country. Started and uh, still president by Trey Carter and uh, Karen Prince, both of whom are in recovery, both of whom had worked in recovery. And they started Summit some 10 years ago, I think, uh, to uh, create their own environment. It's been very successful. Uh, Some of your listeners will be familiar with the name Willing Way Mm -hmm. Treatment Center down in Statesboro, Georgia. Uh, Willie Way is the granddaddy of treatment facilities in Georgia. Been around since the 50s and helped a lot of people uh, with their issues. Uh, Summit Behavioral purchased Willing Way several years ago. So they're definitely a, a, a factor and a, and a player in the recovery field um, and uh, frankly do a great job. How great. Uh, and, and we'll, we'll get started down <laughs> yeah. the road here and, and see where this takes us here. Uh, if 100 people come into treatment. Twin, Twin Lakes for treatment, uh, inpatient, outpatient, whatever, 100 people seek treatment, uh, substance abuse, alcohol, drugs, yeah. whatever it might I know be, where you're going. 100 people, how many will say I have been successfully treated? I think when they exit the program. Well, 100% will say it, yeah, but I mean, how many? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, I think the the uh, you ha- I think if you understand addiction, you can probably better understand uh, the answer. Is that even a fair question? First of all, well, no. It, I mean, yes, it is. I mean, uh, but you say how long were they sober once they left? Yeah, six months, a year, five years, twenty five mm. years. I've seen people relapse at twenty five and thirty years. Wow, and it's scary. Yeah, if you are. I mean, I'm a recovering alcoholic, mm-hmm. um, and um, it's, it is it is very sobering, if you will, <laughs> yeah. uh, to, to uh, be aware that it can happen at any time. Mm-hmm. You don't get well from addiction. You don't get cured from addiction. Um, when they bury me, sometime later on in the future, I mm-hmm. hope, they will bury an alcoholic. I don't have to die an alcoholic death. And that's a big promise to anybody that suffers with addiction. And look, I don't, I don't distinguish between alcohol or drugs. Addiction is addiction is addiction, period, end of sentence. Alcohol is my drug of choice. Okay, well, I'm addicted to coffee, but it doesn't change my life. It doesn't change your it. life and, and, and your behavior. Alcohol will, and, and, of course, the drugs will. It, I, I, that's exactly right. Uh, and, you know, the, the, the issue is is that you don't get better. You don't. There's no. Uh, you don't rewire what you mm-hmm. have uh, unwired mm-hmm. up, upstairs, so to speak. So when you say it's a disease, and, and we hear that phrase a lot, it's a disease. 
pneumonia is a disease. Exactly. I can I can get over it. That's right. You don't get over alcoholism. Pneumonia can be cured or, or outlived. Can. Alcoholism can't be. That's exactly mm. right. It, uh, you know, if you have an infection in your leg and you lose your leg, mm-hmm. the infection's gone. Right. You're not going to grow a new leg. Right, right. Okay. So the after effects and the scars are still there. You just can't do it. And, and it's uh, something that every person in recovery has to remember. Uh, is that no matter how far down the road you get cleaning sober, no matter how many days and nights you've gone without a drink or a drug, at the end of the day, you are still in recovery one day at a time. That must have been, and to get to your story, Doc Eldridge, and you shared some of it with us a while back, and I was reading some more of it, a piece the Banner Herald did. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it First of all, I don't want to put words in your mouth. You can do that. But, I mean, it, it sounds as though, as a matter of degree, it sounds as though you didn't really have a massive life problem. You functioned in the way that a lot of alcoholics can't. Well, um, yes to a degree and no to, to, to an extent. Um, I mean, people that are listening that are familiar with recovery, uh, you've heard the term, you got to hit bottom. Mm-hmm. Okay. In recovery, some people say you're a high-bottom drunk or a high-bottom alco- uh, addict or a low-bottom uh, I did not lose my job. I didn't go to jail. I didn't have legal issues. Didn't lose your wife or your family. Didn't lose my wife or family, but you were on the verge. That, I was. I was uh, that that day of uh, confrontation, mm-hmm. November the fourth of two thousand three. I remember very clearly. Mm-hmm. Uh, when my wife said, you've got to do something about it this time or we're going to have to leave. And to me, to me, that was uh, the ultimate act of unconditional love on her part. That she said, it's so important to me for you to get better. We will do this if that's what it's going to be. We had a guy from one of the local programs in our church a while back, and he talked about that. He said, you know, it's possible to love somebody to death. You know, the point you you you, you, yeah. you you enable, you put up with it, you it, you just love it to death. When the great thing, the best thing you can do is what your wife threatened to do: is yeah. turn around, and walk away. Yeah. yeah, and it wasn't an overnight decision on her part. I mean, mm-hmm. I give her, uh, I give Sherry more credit than I can imagine uh, for helping me get mm-hmm. better. And sticking with me. I just that. think about that. And why, listen, it's it's a temptation. It's a problem for anybody who's in your situation. That's right. But I think about you specifically, the jobs you've had, mayor, chamber president, <laughs> and it, it, all these functions, yeah, all I these know. dinners, all these events and meetings. And uh, the, there's a glass of wine over there. There's a cocktail over there. That, that Everywhere you turned around, there was that stuff. When I was mayor, I chose not to drink while on the job mm-hmm. if we were at some social function or something like that i wouldn't drink uh, my uh, my alcoholism manifested itself more when i was in a gathering of friends in a social environment or at home Joined in studio by a familiar voice. Everybody in town knows Doc. Doc Eldridge, uh, Athens-Clark County Commission, Mayor, and for, what, 11 years, President of the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. Left that job a few months ago now, working with Twin Lakes Recovery Center. And I've been around you a few times. I mean, you're loving this. I am. uh, It's it's a passion that I have. 
uh, people who are in recovery can relate that we we get to the point that we find the answer. We know what we can do, can't do, and we never realized how bad we felt or how bad things were until they got better. All right, let's, let's start at the beginning here. Somebody checks into Twin Lakes Recovery. Right. What happens? They're going to get an assessment before they get there. It, it, is this person really in need of treatment? Is this person uh, uh, addicted to alcohol or drugs, or are they heavy users? Heavy, a heavy drinker, mm-hmm. a heavy drinker. Uh, in my opinion, is a bad habit. Mm-hmm. You can break bad habits. Yeah. Alcoholism is a disease. You can't cure it. When you have alcohol, when you're an alcoholic, you're always going to be an alcoholic. All right. So I'm assessed as an alcoholic. You're or... assessed as an alcoholic. They're going to bring you in. We have this beautiful facility in Monroe, Georgia, out on Highway 11. Former residents of a man. It looks like terror when you come in. There's a lake in the front and a lake in the back, thus Twin Lakes. Uh, They will do a physical exam. We have 24-hour medically supervised uh, detox unit uh, for whatever. And they're going to assess you. Do you need detox or not? If you need detox, there's there's a, a segregated area of the facility, of the house, uh, where they do detox. Because I'm going to go through a bad time. You're going to go through a bad time. Here's the thing that if uh, anybody is listening, scratching their head, uh, what I have learned, and I, I still, I'm not a, I laugh and say the only license I have is my driver's license <laughs> and yeah. an insurance license. Yeah. Yeah. But um, uh, alcohol detox is incredibly dangerous. Mm. Uh, you can... If it's bad enough and your overall physical health is of the wrong type, you can die from alcohol detox. Just don't do it by yourself. Yeah, okay. Do not do it. Uh, But whether you're coming off of opioids, heroin, pot, alcohol, the detox can be a rough ride. Uh, It also, you need to be able to uh, have medical supervision. We have 24-hour nursing staff there. At the facility, we're just a few miles from a Piedmont uh, hospital facility there in Walton County. Now, that's cleaning me up physically. Once you've done that, it sounds like, from what I limited understanding of this, the work is just getting started. Just getting started. That's really, uh, to me, is a danger point. When you begin to feel better physically, all of a sudden you go, okay, I can't drink slash use like I was, but I'm okay now. Mm -hmm. You're not okay. And so then you begin 30 days of intensive treatment, therapy, group treatment, uh, reflective looking at what, why you're drinking, what you're drinking, uh, what your habits and routines are, what your triggers are. And then you begin, you also begin to form a, a very close relationship with the other people in treatment. Mm. That's what I found, whether you go to a formal treatment or whether you went to more 12-step meetings than I can shake a stick at. (laughs) You develop a very close relationship with those people around you. And then the big challenge happens. The big challenge is when... Cut you loose. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And you go home. And the critical thing there is to have a game plan and to have uh, situations where... Because you don't get cured. You're going to have some moments... You're going to have some moments where you get yay close to 
stepping back out. Well, what if you do? Well, if you do, then you have to, if you stump your toe, so to speak, uh, the the idea is that you get back on the horse, mm. to use that phrase. Uh, relapse is not a requirement of being sober, of getting sober. It is a reality. Mm-hmm. And quite frankly, I have tremendous respect for someone that, relapses and comes back in and said, I did. Doc Eldridge, Twin Lakes Recovery Center. What's the difference between you and me? I, I had, and I can have, I had a couple of beers last night. Yeah. I'm grilling the ribs and I'm watching the game. Yeah. And a couple of, two is all I'm ever going to have. Yeah. And increasingly, it's only one now. I get older and that's enough. <laughs> yeah. the, the difference in me and you is I can stop and you can't? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. Um you know, and looking back on it, I, and this is this is I don't know that you're going to find this in any uh, uh, medical book, but to me, you're either born this way or you become this way. I'm starting the way you find out is you roll the dice and experiment on yourself. Yeah, and you're either born that way or become that way, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, because once you're there, you're yeah, there. You're there. Period. End of sentence. Yeah, and um, and looking back on it. To be honest, I think I have always been an alcoholic in college. Yeah. Um, Any genetic thing here or no? Uh, no. Uh-huh. Well, m- maybe there was uh, generations ago, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the uh, is there evidence that there is a genetic? Yeah, component? there there are people that have yeah. a genetic predisposition. To I, there's a, there's, I'm sure you've heard this story. It's 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 apocryphal, but it's a wonderful story. Twin brothers. Uh, one's an alcoholic, <laughs> one's not. Why'd you become an alcoholic? I watched my dad. How'd you avoid alcoholism? I watched my dad. And I, I know you've that that's yeah. that's <laughs> what we learned. Actually, from that. I have not heard yeah. that. I like it. Yeah, that's, I like that, it. I like it. Now, I've always said this, and this is me being probably wrong. Okay, uh, you'll tell me I'm wrong here. Uh, this business about alcoholism being a disease, quote unquote. The part I can never understand or relate yeah. to is this. You still have to decide yeah. to pull into the liquor store. Well, you do. There, It's it's a physiologically based disease with a mental obsession okay. is the best way I can describe it, is that I am okay. I can't drink like I was, but it's okay for me to have a drink. Mm. Alcoholics can't do that because they go, that's not so bad. And all you've done is start that process again. And to ask somebody that's not, here's the thing that that you and other people will struggle with is that as hard as my wife understands and accepts, she can't fully understand because she's not. She's not an alcoholic. Exactly, yeah, yeah. and nor can you. Right, right. And that's why the network of people uh, it's so critically important. And when you go into a 12-step meeting or any other kind of meeting mm-hmm. for people with substance abuse, one of the mo- one of the things that I remember the most uh, from my very first meeting, and there's not much from that meeting <laughs> that I remember, yeah. look for the similarities and not the differences. We cut across every socioeconomic path known to man. So does cancer, another disease. Exactly. We take no prisoners. We don't care who you are or who you aren't. We don't care where you've been or where you've stayed. Mm -hmm. Uh, We are there for one reason, and the bond between those people 
is unbelievable. Doc Elders, another couple of minutes here. We haven't really talked about this, but but I say new, relatively new to this whole dynamic is this business about opioids. Woo! Uh, it's um, I mean, they're talking about that at the UN literally right now. I know, and it is um, it is frightening. It is frightening what the opioid crisis has done and what what is happening, and, and we see it all the time. Opioids, the prescription runs out, the doctor catches on, the pharmacy catches on, you have a hard time, so you go on the streets mm-hmm. and you buy them. Then they get a little pricey, and the next step is heroin, which is cheap. Mm-hmm. Now, people in our generation, heroin, heroin was a dirty, filthy, alley drug from New York. Yeah. Not anymore. Mm. It's just there. Folks who want to know more about Twin Lakes, uh, did, how do they get involved? How do they find you people? Well, there's a uh, there's a, dang Tim. There's a website, got, I'm there's, sure. There's yeah. a website, www.twinlakes.com, yeah. uh, tw- uh, I think. I'm going to I'm going to lo- I'm looking while we speak. Um it is uh, TwinLakesRecoveryCenter.com. 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 It's the closest residential facility to add. Does insurance cover some of this yes. stuff? Okay. Yes, it covers a great, depending on who your insurance is with mm-hmm. and what your problems are and what your out-of-pocket is, uh, it, it covers pretty much uh, a good chunk of the of the cost. Twin Lakes is a... Is a is considered to be an affordable alternative. There, you know, there are other facilities. You chose to work with Twin Lakes. Why? Um, I got to have a, I have a, a, a friendship with the present CEO, Trey Carter. Mm. Some of y'all will, your listeners that follow UGA tennis, will remember Trey. Name, yeah. He was a big time tennis player at Georgia. Uh, I got to know him through some mutual friends over in Carrollton, Georgia, and I had a situation uh, that came up in my life. Labor Day a year ago, where I was trying to help a young man and it didn't end well, and um, uh, he died by his own hand, mm. and it scrambled my eggs. And I told Sherry, I said, if I get this opportunity to work in recovery, I've done everything I can at the chamber. I'm turning 65. I'm going to do it. And about three weeks later, the call comes. To wow. Me. Yeah. I, I call them God winks. Yeah, absolutely. Imagine <laughs> imagine the coincidence. Imagine the yeah. coincidence. TwinLakesRecoveryCenter.com That's right. is the website. Doc Eldridge, thanks for riding out this morning. Absolutely. It's great. Uh, to quickly, me. like 10 seconds. Brian Kemp going to win this thing or not? Yes. All right.